Welcome to another episode of Dreams of the Earth. I'm your host, Katara Sky, and today we have Gareth. So I want to introduce Gareth. He's a shamanic healer and a spiritual mentor, having done over 7,000 personal healings, assisting people to heal deep traumas and realign with their higher self. He creates a safe space for people to open up and heal, and it's the most natural thing in the world for him to do. His intention is always about freedom and peace for all of life. His sessions focus upon heart healing and universal wisdom, using a combination of shamanic guidance, light work and sound, including didgeridoo, drumming, flute, and singing. So welcome, Gareth. I'm so delighted to have you here today. Uh, hello, Katara, and everybody who's uh, listening. Good day to you all. Yeah, so um, the last thing that I had actually in, in the bio was at our core, we all need the same medicine, which is unconditional love and to be heard. So I'd mm. actually love to start our conversation around that, mm. around what is this big thing called unconditional love and just to be heard. Can you talk to that a little? Yeah, I can. So uh, unconditional love is is really about purity. Um and when purity, uh, when it's just from the heart, it immediately disarms people and allows them to receive. Um, and in that receptive state, that's, that's really where we truly find ourselves, I believe. Um, and that also goes deep into our nature, which is, I believe we're all here to to really uh, unify, to have relationships and um, and unconditional love, it it doesn't look doesn't look at things like imperfection. It, 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 that language doesn't even exist. It it really sees the truth mm. in a person. But to be unconditionally loving, we, it's really the journey. We love ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always mentor people. If we really want to see God, we we have to see it in each other. Yeah, and um, so yeah, that's that's really about that. And and to be heard is is just as important um, because a state of hearing means that we're again in that receptive place. Like the path of spirituality, I think is actually very feminine in that mm -hmm. way, um, and it's certainly the path of shamanism because sh the shamanic path is very much about the path of guidance and. Um, and so we, there are many, I could, we could talk a lot about that, but essentially it's about being heart-centred, yeah? Yeah. Because um, in order to receive, you know, we, we have to go from thinking about I and me to us, yeah? And, um, you know, my, my guides always you know, remind me that when one person does well on this planet, we really all do well. Yeah. And... Um, and it goes back to that deeper truth that we're really all family. Every living thing is family. And, and so when, when our mind can actually, um, you know, perceive that way and, and, and we walk this way, then, you know, naturally we become very caring, very, very caring people. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's pretty much that. Mm. Mm. I mean, as a concept and sharing it in this, you know, wisdom way that you have, do you not find, and this is, you know, speaking from my own experience, even though I'm, I'm wanting to express uh, this unconditional love that sometimes 
the road is, is quite bumpy. You know, there's these um, frictions or tensions with people that happen. And that even though we want to be in that unconditional love state, it's hard to express in our human self. Do you find that you have people that struggle with that? Like really understanding what the embodiment of unconditional love looks like. Mm. Oh, for sure. It's a journey. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I don't think it has to be a long journey. I think this is our nature to do this. And part of wisdom is learning how to deal with conflict, learning how to forgive or learning how to understand, yeah, and I, I'm always reminding myself that, you know, if people knew all these things, all these deeper truths, then they'd be in a very different path. So we really have to give people grace in that way yeah. um, and allow for them to, to, a lot of it, I mean, the, the, the beautiful art of listening is that someone truly gets to hear their mind. I mean, that's a gift in itself, truly hear their mind speaking out loud mm. and, in, and when we put our mind into the world, you know, it's a, then we can reflect, you know, and, um, and that's part of unconditional love is it's really, it's, it, there's no imposition, there's no control, there's no should be or judgment. And, and so when we, when we can embody these deep principles, which yeah, is a lot of practice for sure. And, uh, you know, then we, then we can easily tolerate these things because, you know, uh, those bumps you talk about, is only really signposts, I think, you know, and signposts of where we perhaps shouldn't be going or perhaps we need to find another way. So if we, but sometimes, you know, yeah, we do need, we do need to, um, you know, we do need to to hear feedback as well. I mean, that's, that's all part of growth as well. And mm. some people give feedback in different ways, you know, but, you know, a reflective mind can hear that, you know, nonetheless, whether it's, you know, however it's spoken. So, yeah. So why do you think people like resist or <clears throat> deny being able to receive unconditional love? I mean, it, to me, it's, it's a divine state to be in. It is our yeah. natural state, but yet so many people have this resistance. It's true. I mean, part of that is also they may not be ready. Yeah. And one of the gifts we, we have is, is free will, which is really, really important because without free will, we would, it, you know, this is not a spirituality is not about just blind faith. You know, it can be, and you might be inspired by that, but it's we need to have our own our own ability to reflect, yeah. And um, so some people might not be ready. Like you it's and that timing will be in their journey when they are ready to to really receive. Um, sometimes people, I always say some people come to spirit standing up, sometimes on their knees, but Spirit's yeah. not fussy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I would just prefer to be standing up, you know, not to be dragged <laughs> through the mud and <laughs> at my knees. Amen. But, yes. Amen. Yeah. And I mean, this, this goes to a deeper thing of faith as well. Yeah. Um, and faith is is absolutely it's it's your one on one with spirit. It's much. It's a much more powerful powerful vibration than something like belief. You know, to believe in spirit is you don't really know yet but faith means you know so, so let's take that apart for a second <clears throat> i love this and i'll tell mm. you why so what do you think is the difference between believing in something and yeah. having faith in something well belief vibrates in like a theory it's sometimes we hear things in the wind people speaking old wisdom 
and it resonates. And, yeah. and that resonance is really important, uh, really, really important because that spirit talking to us, yeah. Mm. And however, we from there need to investigate ourselves. This is what becoming a master means. And why? Because, um, you know, sometimes we, you know, and sometimes when we exercise our free will, you know, like, how can I say it? We can make mistakes. We can, we can create harm. We can hurt people. We can do all things. And, um, but, or, but the shamanic way, we always, we understand the, the God within ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and when our will and the will of spirit, you know, are in, are in harmony, you know, that's, that's when we can, you know, rapidly grow and, and actually become, and it's very normal to serve from that place. It's very normal to share because it's a joy. And, you know, my deepest joys come in this way. Like, um, I mean, I love to, I love to sit and I love to be in nature and solitude. I, this is very important for me, but it's the sharing and the wisdom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, th and that strengthens our faith because, um, true wisdom stands up it never falls down yeah mm. and I'm often I often say to people you know like take things lightly yeah until you can until you know until it's it's so it's so part of you that you know it's your nature because real yeah. wisdom is really just nature it's really who we are yeah. yeah so so belief is sort of like a it's 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 sort of like a um an opening to explore yeah yeah um, okay. And this is where science and spirituality are, are like literally two wings on the same bird. Yeah. You know, we, and testing it doesn't need to be, you know, testing can just be, um, you know, when we put things to, to, to work, you know. Um, but as I say, um, faith stands up. It, it's, it's, but it, it, and then it goes into the realm of knowledge, you know, knowing mm. this stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's a very personal thing, you know. I can't give someone my faith. That's up, that's their journey to, to, to come into faith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but people's beliefs should always be nurtured with an open heart because um, sometimes we just don't know what we know, and sometimes mm. we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, totally. <laughs> and and people have to be able to to be able to get it all out and think about it and roll with it and. But I always part of my faith is that people can can reflect and introspect. And this is another aspect of the mind, so that because um, you know, it's through introspection, this is how we how we truly know ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the good, bad, and the ugly yeah, that we that we do. Yeah. Well, I've totally mm. come to be aware of this process of introspection, contemplation. And that's mm. what really led me to, yeah, just expand and consciousness expand in, well, what do mm. I know? What do I really know? <laughs> uh -huh. And then throw everything out to say, well, I really don't know <laughs> enough or there's always more to know. So I, I asked you that question about belief and faith. And because I guess I have a funny little side story, which is well, uh -huh. probably decades ago, I wanted to get this tattoo on my body. And literally the two words I was contemplating was is it belief I want to have on my arm or is it faith mm. and it was literally these two and you know my contemplation probably isn't as deep or uh, just a different wisdom now 
but I'm, mm. I'm finding it amusing. Like you're saying it's, you know, two wings to the same bird. So I've got on one arm, it says believe. So maybe on the other arm, I've got to have faith now. <laughs> I'm in. Yes. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely been a journey and I resonate very much about it. it's, it's our own personal journey of how we come into faith. Mm. And of, often I feel that people might associate this word faith with religion even. And I've, I certainly explored, you know, many doors of religion, just looking, searching mm. for answers. You know, I say I'm a truth seeker. It's because, you know, not one story was really resonating with me. And now mm -hmm. I'm finding that faith and that wisdom of direct revelation, you know, from spirit, really getting the answers, mm. getting the, the wisdom of nature mm -hmm. directly. And yeah, that faith, I don't think anyone could have given it to me from a, from a textbook, from a religious text or, or anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well said. Ah, so awakening. So I like to say dreams of the earth is about the dreams that we're weaving for humanity, for, for all species on the earth. So if I ask you, what are your great dreams? What are you dreaming in right now? My dreams? Um, good question. I don't think I've explored such a question in a while. <laughs> uh, so dreams is really at its purest form, I think, would is spirit talking through us, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, and that can be any moment, I think. I mean, part of the great dream, I think, is, is that we can all know this within ourselves, yeah, the, the true essence of what we are. And through all the diversity, through all the, through all the voices that, that, that speak this, and, um, I mean, my dream is really, as I said, it's, it's freedom, freedom for... For, yeah. for everyone and um and that completely includes oneness yeah um you know we talk about freedom and it, it applies people aren't free but you know sometimes the ones that are you know putting the chains on people are just as just as lost as the ones with the chains on them you know so i i don't i, I have that higher dream for everyone to to actually realize we're family yeah and uh, because there's no doubt in my mind when we're unified, we're absolutely at our best. And, and in all my sessions, you know, one of the most common things I, I, I see is, is this negative self-talk, like I'm not good enough or I can't do this or it doesn't work or, or if only I had that, then I would be happy and so on. And uh, this kind of language I don't think is, is, is even possible in a in a truly unified world um mm. you know i've seen the miracles happen when people um bond in that way you know very i've been on some very i've helped on some very special retreats where you know, i'm more in a in an assisting role but you know you can see that as as people you know come together and are able to to share and and, and unify um I guarantee those sort of words that they just they, they, they go it evaporates because they're not even real they're not real words and mm. so in that kind of way i guess my dreams is more like the the enlightenment yeah which is which is for everyone and and just so that um you know people don't live with so much fear uh, and so much doubt and and faith that can is there one day and gone the next you know because there's so only so much we can do as individuals, like. Yeah. But really, the 
the, the great marches together. And uh, um, so that's, yeah, that would, that would be a dream of mine um, and what's possible from that. And, and just talk to any, any person really and listen to their ideas and, and encourage it, you know, like, as I say, when one person does well, we all really do well. And, um, and um, yeah, so that's, that to me is, is the ultimate dream, I think. Mm. One of my other teachers, you know, he used to say, a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, yeah, very you know, much. Ev everyone, everyone <laughs> rises. And, you know, I, I would say one of my dreams was and is still that freedom freedom to simply be who we are our true nature mm. and i think that so many of us you know as you say even the one who's you know putting chains on or whatever they don't even know that they're not free yeah. people don't know that they're not free maybe in their minds in their consciousness and you mentioned mm. about fear as well and look I, I mean i think we spoke about this before but there's so much fear being pumped all around us on our media and the news and mm. in everyone's conversations like how would you advise anyone to even notice where they're not free in their life oh, great question uh so again it's identifying that that self-limiting talk really important um and this is why we do need a guide sometimes. We do need a, yeah. do need a mentor to, to even be able to see that, to be that mirror. A, a, a true mentor is nothing more than a mirror. Yeah. Mm. And where we can identify that really self-limiting talk, um, that's where the journey begins, yeah? And um, because fear, in a, another word we could use, might be illusion. Um, Fear, we see things which aren't there. That's the nature of it. I mean, there is, a, there is a healthy fear. Don't get me wrong. Like if a crocodile, if a crocodile walks in the room, you, know, you get yes. that response. It's yes. a survival thing. <laughs> yeah, we need that one. <laughs> yeah, but chronic fear, a state of living in that way, when that gets, you know, really deep into the mind, um, it, can, it can absolutely, you know, divert the, the true spirit, which is which is innocent, which is the child that wants to play. And, and, you know, just to share my own journey in that, you know, um, my teen years was essentially that, especially from about the age of 15, that's, that's, that's where the first lightning strike kind of hit me. And, and, um, and then I was able to really, really deprogram that. But, and those things which, which, um, because you know, some fear can be very skillfully, like propaganda, for instance, yes. dogma, um, these things, and it's it can be very skillfully implanted, and and so we need just as much skill to to extract it. Yeah, but again, this is where when that first lightning strike hits you, um, and you realise that there's way more than just the little me to this world, then instantly that person will begin to 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 seek knowledge, to seek wisdom, and and that's the mirror we need, yeah. mm. true wisdom. Because because when you because when we you know when we uh, nurture wisdom, um, it uh, it simplifies things a lot. Fear has a bad habit of massively overcomplicating stuff always, yeah. And yeah. It, and it creates all these hesitations and things like this. In the shamanic path, we talk of true freedom is like 
you you feel it, it's through your heart, you act it. And it's like it's like one beautiful poetic motion. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and so we're even identifying those things. Where do I hesitate? Why do I hesitate? Um, and then from there we go, then we can open up and really like see things like our ancestral lines, um, things about uh, things going on in our energy body and things like that. And that's that's where the deep healing begins. It's so something something like fear, it's so chronic that it's really important not to re- simplify it to one thing because it's it affects so many things. And, well, uh, and that's precisely the point though. It affects so many things. So I noticed you said, okay, so lightning strikes, there's a there's a crack there. So you mentioned you know, for example, noticing our hesitations. But some people are so rooted in that fear. It is such a normal state of being in their everyday, mm. right? They're just swimming in the propaganda and you yeah. know, world story or narrative that yeah. to them, this is normal. This is normal. So how would they even realize? Like, what if, I don't know, what does their lightning look like, lightning strike look like if every day this propaganda and fear and the dogmatic whatever the narrative is yeah. the everyday this is their everyday how how do yeah. why, how do those people stand the chance to receiving the lightning strike if that makes well sense. interestingly i see i see each of us a bit like a moon cycle you know we can there is obviously the black moon and, and yes. the full moon and everything in between and i see this in every person you know meaning there are moments where that person is particularly receptive i'll say it like that mm. um and that's where they can, they can, uh, as I say, receive. A lot of that is, it's, this is beyond the mind, though, when we're going here, because that's, again, this is just mercy. This is what, what people need sometimes, mercy, because, you know, that, when that fear is so deep, as you say, like it's literally in their body, like, and it's, and then, um, that kind of, um, this going into the mind is it's it's just be like going into a maze yeah yeah and and that's sort of where it's just the purity of of the light will do that so that um but there are, as i say there are moments when people are open to that and moments where they're not and as healers we have to be very conscious of that um mm. and you can feel it immediately sometimes people will come for a session and and i can feel immediately how much they can receive yeah yeah um and so and it's like you know I use the analogy, you know, like, like making someone a meal. You know, you might want to make them a, give them everything, you know, like a smorgasbord. Yeah. Of, but, they, <laughs> but they might only be able to have one bite. Yeah. Yes. And we need to be aware of that, not just not just for them. We don't want to overload them or confuse them, you know, but it's also for us as healers, we we have to be mindful of, of how much we give because, because if we're giving more than that person can receive, that's an imbalance. Yeah, so there's that as well. But this goes to the higher wisdom too of patience, and uh, and patience means that you know. And if we understand people are kind of vibrating in, at different speeds, you know, their general vibration. I mean, it, that's a that's loose language. We have many different. We're made of many different frequencies, but but you know, generally, sometimes we have to slow people down as well. Mm. It's not all about lifting our vibration. We hear this a lot. I know if ascension, that's, that's, ascension, ascension. Everything yeah. is about ascension. <laughs> yeah, which and then, and look at us. We're just we're just burning out because yes. we're vibrating way too high. Because the spirit of rest is actually to slow everything down. Yeah. And when we slow it down, we our mind is is very different. 
you know, our brain works very differently. We're able to take in much, much more. It's like, and so, but this is nature as well. We, it's, we come so far from nature. It's almost we have to, we have to mentor people back into their natural state. Mm. Yeah. And when yeah. we're back in our natural state, then, you know, we just intuit knowledge. You know, this, yeah. is, this is the path of intuition. Yeah. But, um, but to go really back to your question, when someone is deeply ingrained like that with fear, like the two elements of that is, is just purity of mercy yeah, at that point, because that goes deep. Mercy, true mercy is so deep. And that's where all the, that's all the, the, the pain that's locked in there and actually has a chance to, to, to surface and, and, and literally come through. And, and, um, and you know, many, many times have just people have come, come for a session and, and they don't even, I don't even need to say a word. Mm. It's just they sit in the space and I just open my heart and the tears come. And, uh, and that's very, very purified. Yeah. And, and then we, then the language begins because we can understand it then. And, um, but the other thing too is patience as well. Yeah. Patience because, you know, um, everything is, everything, sometimes it's, moving slow, sometimes fast, it, it, it's not in my hands, you know, when people are ready for that. But, uh, but as I said, some people will come to, to spirit on their knees or, or standing up. There's, there's always a point of convergence to that, always. Yeah? Yeah. When that is, that's spontaneous. That's not on our time. That's in spirit's time. Yeah? Mm. And I love that you mentioned about the moon cycle as well. And, and mm. it's so true, right? We learn so much from nature with the capital N. If we actually just observed nature, mm. what happens in these times, put those cycles, you know, amongst, you know, on, on top of our lives and actually watching, like I'm much more conscious of all the cycles now, cycle like earth cycles, the moon mm. cycles, the menstrual cycle, like it's affecting every layer of being and just noticing Oh, like what is my energy capable of, ready for, or mm. is it just you know in a state of overwhelm? Amen. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think you know you're saying it super spot on about healers needing to have that awareness of knowing when is too much, too much. Because yeah. I guess you know ego can get in the way of oh, I know all this information and I'll <laughs> enlighten them with cracking them open. And as you say, mm. sometimes it's it's not. It's not our role to crack them open. They're ready for mm. what they're ready for, aren't they? Well, that's it. They've come to us, not not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but that's experience too. You know, like um, that's experience, and that's just being in tune with that person. You know, because uh, you know it's all about safety. It's all about someone feeling safe. Um, you know, that's that's the essence of healing. I believe. You know, it's um, that's the primary role of a healer i think is is to give people that place to be safe you know and and immediately what happens they they just open and as they open then you know anything which like corks under the ocean you know there's no more resistance it's just those corks naturally will come up this is the mm. graceful path you know mm. um mm. Well, certainly in, in a lot of the friends and peers that I have here since being in Australia, it's a lot of practitioners, a lot of healers, and you might be, you probably know a lot of them yourself going through the, some of the shamanic schools and otherwise, like maybe what, what are some words of advice or mentoring you might give to healers and practitioners on how to be aware of, look, all this energy is probably 
supporting more awakening more moments that healing is possible how can we what can we say to fellow practitioners on how to hold even safer space how to mm. be you know be well it's not us being anything i mean it's being a hollow bone really what what can we say to our fellow practitioners and healers on what's needed good, right now good question it's Really, the space, the inner space and the outer space is the same thing, yeah? Uh, so the outer space will reflect that. And, and the most important thing is to have integrity as a healer, yeah? That's where all the power is, you know, when you've really mastered what you're sharing with a person, yeah? It's not just the word. It, 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 it's full of, full of actual living wisdom. This is so important to have integrity and and part of that is, you're right, the ego does need to be in the heart, yeah? And um, because that gets, that gets rid of the I, mindset that goes into the us, yeah? Um, but the other thing too is like always, always see the, the, the God in each person that comes to you, the, the living spirit in them, yeah? And for me, that's, that's the primary thing. Like can they get a reflection of their own, their own divinity? Can they do that? Can we can we go there today? Yeah. And mm. when that person has that inner reflection, that deeper knowing, and I've seen incredible miracles, like just because of that, you know, I've seen people come and they just feel so shattered by life, you know, like they're just in cycles of abuse and and so on, and and something magical happens, and it's it's they realize their own divinity and it's, and and their whole mind changes. The whole self-perception changes in that moment and they leave feeling I'm, I'm not this. I'm, I wasn't all those things. I'm actually a really good person, mm. actually a really loving person. Um, and that's, that's so it's not about doing everything for them. It's, it, we're nothing more than a, than a guide, yeah? And uh, so that, that would be really important. But also, you know, we need to, we need to have our own, have our own discipline, our own practices, our own, um, you know, rituals that we do. Like, you know, I have very, very extensive rituals. They're, they're not complex, but they're, they're so deep. And then my, especially our morning rituals, yeah? yeah. Um, so that by the time we even open up to the world, like, you know, we're, we're firing, we're, we're clean, we're, our mind is where it should be, right heart-centred. Yeah. And, and again, this is, this is where... This is where, you know, I think people and, and trusting people's intelligence, you know, um, because they just won't come back. You know, if, if, if it's just sort of giving them information or words or techniques, excuse me, without any real mastery, there's nothing in it to move them. There's nothing in it to inspire them. And um, so that's, that's really important as well. And, um, but also being in tune with ourselves, you know, knowing, knowing when to have our own retreats. Um, I go to the land as much as I can. Why? Because not only is it my greatest healer, but it's it's where I can it's where I can can become present. Yeah, and because yeah. presence is really like we're we're right there with spirit, and um, and that keeps us that keeps us on the path, so to speak. It keeps us centered in that way. Yeah, um, but also having faith as well. We go back to this like. Um, it's not about promoting ourselves. This is the opposite. 
you know, I, I see a lot of this and it's not about, you know, trying to advertise or sell something, yeah. We let people come to us always, mm. yeah. Um, and this is the way the universe works, you know. Um, things come to us, especially when you when we stop wanting them so much or trying to manipulate nature to make it happen. Well, if, if, if we... If we allow things to come to us, yeah, I believe for me that, for my heart anyway, that's that's the divine order. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that probably goes against you know all the marketing out there and own your worth and own your value. And I, I see a lot of struggling practitioners. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, you know, entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs, mm. and I think there's a lot of good people that do great stuff. They're all yeah, looking sure. for their mission. They're all trying to clarify what it is that they help people with. So why, why do they struggle so much? You know, and it's a big question. I mean, I've asked him many times, you know, is this timing? Is this, is this still the doing and not enough just surrendering and being? I would, I would say it comes back to faith, what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, meaning that, as I said, faith, Faith has another component. And we touched on it before. There's, there's just things we don't know that we don't know, and that's really the realm of spirit. And I've never tried to understand it. I would never, you can't understand it, yeah? The intellect, yeah. you're just getting in a big mess trying to understand how this realm of magic actually operates, yeah? Um, and, and when we really self-surrender that, this whatever that urge is, whatever that need to have all these things, we don't need any of that. But when we self-surrender that, it's like I, I believe we, it, we radiate a, a level of freedom that is just so attractive to people. They may not know it, but they can feel it in the healer. It's like, oh, there's a depth, there's a, there's a, there's a sub, sublime beauty about that, that healer's vibration, yeah, their aura, how they make yes. me feel. And that's only because, you know, and I believe when we, when we let go of the, you know, that survival consciousness and the business consciousness, yeah, then we it's like the flower just gets even bigger you know but that's faith yeah again i don't try to understand this i really don't like just to share i've never advertised once yeah ever and uh and that why because all that stuff and i've and i've dipped my toes in it you know i had facebook for maybe five minutes once and i did and i dipped my toe in it and and i just thought this isn't going to help me this there's there's no, I don't feel the purity in that way. I don't need to, and because I'm not attached to it. it, it's not my identity. I don't, I don't identify. It. It's like it's not my primary identifier. You know? I, yeah. I, for me, I'm I'm human being first. You know. Well, I think there's probably a lot more wisdom to that, and and you know, in this digital age where, you know, our our I saw this uh, reel, which is some Instagram video thing the other day, and this podcast. It was a show. And the guy was interviewing a panel of women mm. and they said to the woman, would you rather nurture your relationship and try to get a partner like a husband or whatever, or nurture your Instagram audience? And I swear to you, four out of five women said they'd rather nurture their Instagram audience. I was actually mm. like floored by this. And so why am I bringing that up? I think it's because, you know, in this age, probably especially in, you know, my, my age and younger, it's like we've grown up with knowing that internet and everything is instantaneous. We don't know a world, well, I do know the world before social media, but all the mm. people now, you know, it's like that's all they know. And phones aren't going away. Media isn't mm -hmm. going away. 
So how can people not feel the allure and the draw of needing to be on these platforms yeah. and be provided for, be seen, you know, to really believe, I, I know you're going to say faith again, that the people will come to them, the people will yeah. find them. Like there's just so much emphasis out there. And this is, you know, and I'm asking this not just for, you know, business tips, but this is about healers being able to be met with the people that they're here to help mm. and trusting that that relationship is organic and will, yeah. will happen. Well, primarily in what you're saying, we always know that the essence of all healing comes from spirit. It doesn't come from me. You know? yes. It really doesn't. And, and so when we, and, you know, shamans, it's, you know, we talk a lot about spirit guides and so on. And, you know, they're not imaginary friends. You know? And having that, you know, constant conversation with, with, with spirit, yeah, um, that's really, really important to, to, to understand. Um, but also those things, saying, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, this is kind of uncharted territory for me. I don't really know the world of the internet like that. Um, I can only reflect on it and... And my reflections are that it's it can, you know, perhaps there's too much comparison. Perhaps yeah. there is like that, you know. Um, and perhaps what we value is is hit rates and numbers and how busy you are and all of that. Um, you know, all that just dilutes the, the, the potency of the medicine to me. Um, but you have to be guided to guided within, you know. I don't I'm not saying it's a good or a bad path. I really mm. not in that way. Some people can go right into that, and if that that spreads the light, you know, full power to it, you know. But yeah. but for those that are kind of losing their themselves in it, not finding themselves in it, you know, this is uh, um, that's where we kind of have to sit. And again, we just don't know what we don't know, yeah. And mm-hmm. and go deeper, you know, ask ask deeper questions, you know, what is the way? It's um, you know, I, I couldn't answer it any other way than that because, you know, people literally just started turning up at my house, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was that, you know, and that's, that was 20 years ago now, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's all I know. <laughs> it's just, just the <laughs> way I know. I can't, I can't explain more than that. And I, but the other thing too is, is not to overthink this. Yeah, that's, that's another trap, you know, overcomplicating this um, because, you know, there's some magic in what we're talking about here, uh, and uh, but the, let the medicine do its talking. You know, let if you do a healing for someone and someone really receives a lot of help, a lot of guidance, then they'll tell their friends. You know, and and if they're in tune with you, then they'll come. Yeah, this is the way. Mm. Yeah. But we don't want to be too busy either. Yeah, this is no. not the other thing. We don't want to. You know, we not we don't want to be. We, you know, healing is only a, it's only one of the branches of the tree. This is service, yeah. Mm. And the service branch is, I think, one of the most important in a spiritual life. Why? Because it, I love it. I love, I love the feeling of going because it, my ego again, it's always so heart centered. I'm sitting with people, and and I just feel untouchable when I'm like that. I just feel there's so much, so much love, um, and that can be going into someone's most incredibly most painful and private thing they never shared with someone mm. and that requires a very different aspect of me 
immense sympathy and immense compassion, deep listening, you know. Yeah. And then there's other ways, which is, you know, more like the mentoring side where, you know, people are beginning to feel, they're, 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 feeling, they're waking up, they're feeling something in them and it's, they, can't, they can't think of anything else. That's magic to me. Yeah. You know, and, um, and then giving them the tools to, to ground that, you know, to actually ground that in, into their daily life and, and so on, yeah. And, uh, um, but it's also that point of surrender. It's not about me ever in this way. And, and, that, and I think when we surrender, we actually, we actually radiate more love than we probably even realise ourselves, you know. That's, that's surrender, you know. Mm. Um, we're not vibrating in a fear thing, which is immediately, you know, immediate. And sometimes people need to realise that it's normal. It's normal in any any enterprise, business, whatever you want to call it, like it to go super super productive and super super quiet, and and part and that's nature too, yeah. And uh, and also knowing little things like that, you know, so that you know when it's a quiet time for a healer. Like use that time to go in, yeah. Use that yeah. time time to um, to nurture oneself, fill our own cup, yeah. Um, and that's that's also the way. It's never like a straight line, like mm. it shouldn't be. No, it ebbs and ebbs and flows like the tide. Well, yeah, and um, following the cycles, right? Like we can't always we can't always be in the summertime of our lives, and we're not exactly. always in the winter. It's it's following the cycles. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really like what you're saying here about light work and sound. I just, I think working with sound and mm. I don't think I've actually experienced any of your sound actually, but mm. <laughs> I, I love working with sound. I find that in my expression, working with spirit, it's so much easier when I don't have to use words. Mm. There's a certain vibration, there's a certain feeling, and most of the times I'm not even 100% sure what is being moved. Mm. How do you feel working with sound as a medicine? Oh, sound is it's one of the most important modes of energy we have. Um, it's primordial, yeah? And sound has, you know, if you really want to dive into the, to the genius of sound, it's it creates form. I mean, if anyone's interested, I highly recommend you study something called cymatics. I do. I love it. I've been trying to create cymatic things. Do you know that? <laughs> uh huh. Yes. I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to do some sound, and I wanted to make a live like video or cymatics, yeah. really, because I think that that's the. It's like literally, you can see the vibration, the frequency exactly. of medicine. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And in that form becomes life, yeah. Um, and but the magic of that is that without sound, there would there would be no form. Yeah. Sound and form, are, it's really the same thing. Um, and we can hear this in music, yeah. Mm. Certain certain forms of music they have very different they have very different effects on us, yeah. Um, and then there are sacred sounds. And they're universal. And the sacred sounds is it's they're the ones that are always around us. And we're just sort of like joining a choir, you know. Like for instance, if you something as simple as a as a om, like mm, yeah, we're just we're just we're just joining in the choir of the cosmos, you know. And yes, and that's that's how we can merge. Like the the drop becomes the ocean. Mm. Very important, like that. And 
but even beyond that, sometimes when I'm healing, I'm, I'm using very specific frequencies in my voice. Um, you know, one of the guides is a Mongolian chart. He taught me how to throat sing and yeah. go into all kinds of incredibly high pitch octaves. And, and that's how it, and that's, and if we go back to the principle of cymatics, yeah, all we're really doing is, is putting frequencies into their body. Yes. Which allow everything to come back into harmony. Yeah. Mm. But then there's a shakeout and there's a release because um, blocked or blocked chakras, you know, that's where things start jiggling around it. Yeah. And, we, uh, and when we unblock, so to speak, we'll bring it back into, hum- into a harmonic state. Everything is a bit of a shakeout, a bit of a purge. Yeah. And, uh, um, but working with sound is, um, it's, I think, uh, well, sound and light particularly, um, mm. those two in combination as well. Um, and there are many ways we do this, you know, like also it's not just about, I mean, if we're looking at the very kind of scientific end of it, but, but there are rhythm cycles in the body, you know, and sometimes when I drum for people, you know, I let the drum find its, find its rhythm, find its pace. And for some people, it needs to be really quite fierce drumming because there's a lot, a lot, a lot of energy. We need to build a big fire Mm. and other times when that person's highly, they might be highly stressed out, that the slow drum beat, yeah. And because if you go up the, literally go up the, the spinal column, you know, different parts of the spine will, will have natural rhythms, natural frequencies or natural kind of tempos. Mm. Um, a, a, a beautiful healing is like where you kind of balance all of them. But Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So sound, sound is... Uh, it's the primordial language, I believe, you know. Yeah, I've it, noticed it, it, that about the drumming in particular. I, I'm definitely not a musician, but I, I love playing my drum. And I mm. noticed that when I do it in group, it's like the, the beat, the tempo, it changes itself. Like I can't even control it. It just, oh, okay, it wants to go slow now. Oh, okay, it wants to go <laughs> mm-hmm. this way. And it just actually just shifts. And the tones that come out of my mouth also shift. Yeah, exactly. Because um, that's shifting in the person. Yeah. Okay. So what about just for the average person then, if they have not experienced any sound healing yet, I know that now sound healing is, you know, it's all the rage, crystal bowls, (laughs) all of these things. So how can someone experience it themselves? Like, like about toning or voice, like how can someone embody and feel a bit more of the medicine of their own voice and sound? Perfectly said. I mean, that's it. It's we, we all have a, a voice, a unique voice. Um, but when we sing from the heart, yeah, really from the heart, and um, that does wonderful things for us, you know. Um, and it's not about performance. We don't. It's, it's not about how good or bad our voice is. Yeah. It's it's the it's the depth of it. You know, do we sing with our heart? Um, you know, like the way a mother would sing to her baby. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but this is something we can um, we can all do, yeah. And um, it's something to explore. I mean, singing in groups is a wonderful thing too, you know. Um, and uh, so it's really about that. It's really just starting. It's really just starting if if they want to, yeah. Um, particularly people who are doing spiritual practices, it's it's it just brings a whole other element into the room, a whole other depth into the space. Mm. Um, because it's literally your sound going out into the ether, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
but at the root at the purest level of shamanism sound is medicine yeah and that's where we do our work that's where we can really do our work and i can i can tell like it's almost like a sonar thing i can sing into someone's auric field and i can go up and down a scale and go oh that's that frequency there that's the one they need because it's as i'm singing it to them it's breaking up it's dense It's, it's like um and i just keep hitting that frequency over and over and over again until something and when it clears when it's when you get that crystal clear crystal clear tone i know yeah. uh, it's done its work yeah mm. so in a way we use it to diagnose as well but um yeah yeah that's what i do yeah so when you say sing so this is for the practitioners and healers and if they want to incorporate it in their practice mm. so do you mean something like mantra singing do you mean just making sound or toning with can be voice? can be mantras yeah. yeah definitely can be mantras um especially mantras that are received from spirit yeah um sometimes it might be in an ancient language you know sometimes it might be language for you and other times we give those mantras but the whole point of a mantra i believe is to completely uh uh absorb itself into the deepest parts of our mind and that's the whole repetition aspect of it but but yeah. even just even just a tone is enough yeah and yes especially when you're using other instruments you know like um you know you mentioned singing bowls and things like that that can be a beautiful thing to because then you go into harmonics mm. yeah. um that's why i really learned how to how to throat sing so i could you know go into harmonics it's that's that's the alchemy and that's in that alchemical when sound is alchemical you know that that cymatic pattern gets very very magical yeah 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 Um, i think we're going to need to have another slide discussion on (laughs) on (laughs) all right well i want to close this conversation with you know which is one more question probably a big one something that i've contemplated myself over and over again so Mm. you know when i introduced you i said gareth is a shamanic healer but a spiritual mentor and this is something i've asked i said so what makes someone a shamanic practitioner Mm. and versus just us not just uh okay but versus a spiritual healer mm. what how do we define shamanic and this is you know in your words and i've defined it you know so many times to see how it aligns with me what's your yeah. view of shamanic versus spiritual and this is also mm. to help people you know when they're discerning what they're looking for perhaps mm. yeah good question well uh the shamanic way it it's shrouded in mystery, and I think that's unnecessary. Um, it's very much, and we've touched, you've touched on it before, this very important word, nature. Yeah? And when, when we understand that there's no separation between us and the natural world, uh, that's, that's where the shamanic journey begins, yeah, because everything has its own medicine like that. And all we have to do is just stop and, and, and receive it um the shamanic journey goes way beyond that and we've spoken a lot about guidance and so on and and um which is also deep in the shamanic path here shamanism it's it's um i mean it's an encyclopedia of spirituality really like it it really is and um so to boil it down to to one thing is is impossible Mm. um it has many elements and it has different tradition, but it ultimately comes back to nature and understanding nature as the living God. Yeah, mm. and 
And so a lot of that is is self-exploration. We have to go in. Yeah. But a lot of it is also um, understanding the whole, the one, and how it moves. And um, But it's more than just that because, you know, part of we, we have a soul as well so we can you know we can receive like like the, the words i'm struggling with the words it's like personalities from things you know, or mm. we can receive like impressions from things here yeah? um yes. and yeah. and just and this teaches us we live in a subtle world as well as a material world yeah yes um and all the wisdom is there with like part of you know it's the most beautiful thing about a fully a fully fledged shaman. It's like we're not carrying the whole world on our back because we are we're walking in the world. It's like it's like imagine a library full of spiritual books, mm. knowledge. Yeah, and we don't need to carry the whole library. We can just tune in whenever we want. Yeah, yeah thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank exactly. And uh, and but there are definitely definitely it's about acknowledging the 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 degrees of. Of nature too you know it goes from obviously you know the elements and it goes all the way into pure consciousness and and we're all of that um but it's also uh it's also being able i mean it's a very feminine path the shamanic way very very feminine um and it's never ends it's like the it's like the it's, it's infinite it's mm. infinite in, in its in its way and um but there is absolutely it's about humility because for instance, when we walk the earth, like a very, very common shamanic ritual would be immediately, you know, take take a handful of earth, acknowledge it, and yes. we cleanse our body with it. You know, we paint our bodies with it. Why? Yeah. That consecrates us. That connects us to the mother. You know, and, and then, um, or there might be other ways. You know, we can, we can sit with spirit guides um, and they can, they can show us things we just can't even imagine, yeah, and we receive that, and part of the shamanic craft is to actually, you know, put that into language, which can be, which can we can share. Yeah. Um, but the essence of it, it's never about the little self. Yeah, and that's the most glorious thing. Yeah. Um, so it's not this mysterious path, you know, like you do in the jungle. It's really in modern life. Yeah, I agree. And it's, <laughs> and it's very, very much in the body, very much in action. Yeah. Um, Moments to reflect and meditate and all those things are very, very important for self-preservation yeah, and self, self-awareness. self But but where shamanism comes alive is, is, is in action. Yeah. Mm. And, that's, and that's our guidance. And when the guidance moves through the body, you know, it's, that's like a, that, spirit, that spirit in action. Yeah. Um, mm. So would you I could, say? I could, talk, I could talk a lot about this. Yeah, That's I know. Me too. Very, I mean, it's like, good. oh, I'll just, I'll just throw this big question at the end. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would you say that shamanic encompasses the spiritual? Is it possible that not all spiritual healers or people are shamanic? Good question. I mean, as I say, the, the like, I look, at, I think of shamanism as as everything in the cosmos, mm, everything, yeah. Yeah? yeah? And and so putting all our focus into spirit is not very useful, you know, um, and because it's it, it's in the harmonics of the elements that that's that's what we that's what we do. We have to we have to we have to explore the whole circle of nature that's around us, all of it. Um, 
And so it's not like there's, you know, and the other thing too, it's 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 clumsy to think of ourselves as these components. Like it's we're not, we're never. It's like we're not sort of mind, and then there's mm. a body and there's a spirit. It's the whole thing is the magic. Yeah. You know? Um. And but these but these are all just concepts that we that we have to live and breathe until it's so it's just so part of our nature to think this way. Yeah. yeah. And this and this is this is why there are very much deep shamanic rituals that we do. Yeah. Um and they will change though. And each person will, might have a different way of doing that. But but that's just so that our mind is is constantly as much as we can, you know, vibrating in the one. Yeah. Literally. Mm. Yeah. We're all family, you know. And uh um <clears throat> so to yeah, so spirituality and, and shamanism sometimes get get con- because yeah that's well definitely to understand the spirit world i mean that's that's what that's what we do for people we 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 can help them to see things going on in their energy bodies that they can, they just can't see it um and it's they know there's something they need to understand they can feel it they can sense it we all have that ability to sense but the shaman is the one that can actually you know, guide them and reflect it so they can see it. And part of healing is actually really, it's part of knowing oneself deeply. Yeah. yeah. Um, so spirituality is part of it, but it's, it's, but we don't want to separate it in our minds. Like we want, we always want to see the whole, the whole, we, we, we should, we should give equal attention to all aspects of, of this universe. You know? Yeah. Um, I believe anyway. Yeah, beautiful. Well, so much wisdom that you've just packed into the hour right there. <laughs> you know, we can't possibly dissect all of your wisdom and, and jam-packed it in 60 minutes. <laughs> mm. But thank you for, yeah, sharing everything. And I feel that the talk today is, is, is very flowing and just intuitive to what wants to be shared and mm. probably on whatever our listeners are wanting or needing to listen to. Mm. And so, yeah, thank you so much for your oh, time. You. And uh, may we all experience and be in unconditional love and be heard. May we all mm. experience, you know, this freedom and peace that we all deserve. Mm. Amen to that. And uh, I enjoyed the questions. It, it, we can kind of see, like, we're, we're moving ancient timelines into a modern world. We yeah. are. And, and we all have to walk with this. Yeah. Yes. I believe so. I enjoyed the questions. The the things I don't think about often, but you know, that's <laughs> well, that's, I, a, I like that's a that good thing for me. Honestly. Inquiry, and you know, these are things like you know, as we say it out loud, as you said, you know, it's like hearing ourselves. Yeah. And uh, I even like what you said about you know the shamanic way. It's it's not what's happening in the jungle. You know, yeah. there's so many misconceptions about shamanic, and really, it's just about us returning to our true nature. Amen. Returning to nature with a capital N, and that's that's mm. it. The shamanic way to me, it's like when it's ingrained. I'm sure you feel that way. It's mm. the only way. How do people mm-hmm. not all live like this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, beautiful brother. Thank you so much for your energy. Yeah. Big hug to Katara, and and yeah, blessings to blessings anyone who's listening. To Absolutely. Aho. Aho. All right. Take care.